Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we're going to be continuing our Harry Potter saga. Your Harry Potter saga. Yes, Britton is only a along for the ride uh, against his will. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, you know, this is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, movie five. Let's get started. Um, so... Since this is our fifth time going around with this, uh, I'm sure yeah. you know the drill by now, but go ahead, Britton, and tell us what happened in this movie. So, the movie starts off in, uh, I guess, a drought-ridden England at the time, mm -hmm. and uh, so Harry is at the park, just swinging on swings, minding his own business, when uh, his fat cousin comes in and uh, starts making him feel bad about his dead mother. <laughs> for for, no for really no reason. So, uh, he, you know, the, uh, I forget what happens. There's a, a chase ensues, and all of a sudden, Dementors come and start <gasps> sucking the soul out of people, which yep. is not supposed to happen in Muggle worlds, especially since they're controlled by the Ministry itself. Dun, if dun, I, dun. if I, uh, you do have that if, right. I, if I am correct, but, uh, so Harry casts a, a spooky spell and, uh, chases the bad guys away. But that gets him dun 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 expelled. He shouldn't have done that. Yep. Uh, and there's a bit of an investigation where he has to go before go go before trial uh, for some council of people with stupid hats, and uh, <laughs> and uh, he does get acquitted because it was proven to be self defense. But uh, meanwhile the. This uppity bitch that's uh, on the council gets transferred to the school, and she's kind of just making things hell on earth for the students and the teachers. Mm -hmm. And through all this, Voldemort is just kind of hanging out. Yeah, no He's one, like, no one really believes Harry that uh, Voldemort's back. Everyone's kind of hush hush about it and trying to sweep it under the rug. That's more of a listen. I'd rather believe that there is no crisis than believe that there is a crisis. Yeah. And so the government is just like, nope, this ain't happening. Boulder who? What a mort? Yeah, nobody. Come on, guys. He was he was executed. You know, from the from their point of view, like yeah. uh, he died like 14 years ago. There's no way he's back. Yeah. They don't want to relive those dark days. And but they forget that his magic worlds are like, ah, okay, maybe he's not dead. Fine. Like they they thought they could just bureaucracy Voldemort away. And. It worked for a while. Yeah, they did a good job with it, uh, and they 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 out bureaucracied uh, Dumbledore. Yeah, you know who has you know probably the most powerful magician in the world, and he's or wizard, I guess. <laughs> magician, like you know. Oh, now, Harry, we're going to saw you in half with a saw. Oh. <laughs> uh. uh Inform the family. <laughs> Oh, okay. Put him then. out back. <laughs> and uh, so, it, uh, because this uh, this frumpy lady is in charge of the uh, uh, of a lot of stuff at the school, she does a sanitized version of what would be uh, their defense uh, spell class, mm -hmm. and they don't really learn anything. So they learn uh, in secret, hush hush, uh, about how to do expelliarmus and all the other words I don't know. So. Uh, <laughs> The uh, they train in the secret room that appears uh, for reasons, and uh, eventually they get found out, and they uh, blame Dumbledore, accusing him of, of sedition against the Ministry, and uh, he claps his bird and then disappears <laughs> in a fireball. Like 
And you brought up a good point, like, or where did he go? Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened to him? Is he just dead? Yeah, we, we, I, I kind of, I didn't know what happened to him. Like, I, I thought he was, I thought he died. Because uh, <laughs> it's a phoenix, and that's kind of what they're known for. They're known for dying. And then, you know, you said, like, is there, is there a baby Dumbledore somewhere? Yeah. Just, like, ready to come back to life? Maybe that's what happened. Like, he was a baby and then just needed to recuperate in that small window of time where he, he kind of forced aged himself. Uh, he, uh, he was a baby for, uh, but he still had Dumbledore memories, he so... Still, yeah, he still had the beard. And after, like, a week or so, when he finally started being able to see and, you know, and, and do motor functions, yeah. he, like, created an aging spell so he could age back to the normal age he was. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, but I guess it beats going to Azkaban. Like, that is an easy- I guess that is an easy out whenever you're like, I need to get out of this party. Alright. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. I should have just said goodbye. <laughs> it's a living. So Harry gets to the Ministry of Magic with a whole bunch of prophecies, because yeah. Voldemort wants one. And oh, spoiler alert! Yeah, and then they all fight. Yeah, they they fight with the Death Eaters, and uh, with one of whom is Jason Isaacs, and the other one is Helena Bottom Carter. Yeah, and uh, they, which really I don't really know why there was this big hubbub about the uh, the prophecies. All it was was one of them's going to die. Like oh oh, wait, we kind of figured that. So, uh, it's not really mentioned too much. They don't really explain it too much in the, uh, in the book, or in the movie version. Yeah. In the books, it's a little bit more, uh, has a little bit more of a, a point to it, I guess, where he can't, uh, Voldemort can't, can't live fully. Uh, he, he has to kill Harry uh -huh. in order to, like, I guess, like, really be able to shake the shackles free, but he has to be the one to do it. And Voldemort can't die unless Harry's the one to do it. So that's what the prophecy is all about. He, oh. you know. But of course he didn't have it last time because there was no Harry Potter. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that... Hmm. That... Hmm. That's weird. Like, I guess the prophecy was... it. Well, it wasn't specific. Here's where fan theories come in. Because... Right. Uh, well, that, that is a bit of a plot hole. It is, really. <laughs> but the prophecy was made before Harry was born. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's why he's seeking it out, because it is about the fall of the Dark Lord, uh -huh. uh, which is him, and he wants to know how to prevent that. And uh, that's the only way that uh, I guess he can figure that out. And it doesn't specifically say that Harry will be the one to... that the Harry is the one in prophecy, they just assume it's him. Yeah. But uh, Neville Longbottom is born pretty much at exactly the same time, yeah, and, and can be about him, too. Yeah, he, I guess he has pretty much a very similar, if not almost identical childhood so, to, uh, to Harry. So, like, a lot of people think, oh, there's a fan theory that Neville's the chosen one all along, and Dumbledore's telling everyone's Harry because that's, like, the ultimate way of uh, keeping that secret. Yeah. Do, does Neville does Neville do anything? Uh, he won them the House Cup in the first movie. <laughs> so it's a bunch of... So it's not Neville. Well, here's the thing. Um... He does do a lot of, a lot of stuff uh, yeah. in the end that helped them win, and while it's never 100% clear uh, that it is Harry versus Neville, um, 
it's not Neville. <laughs> like, there are things he does that does destroy the Dark Lord. Like, he, uh -huh. he, he pretty much strikes a killing blow, but Harry is a... Uh, Harry finishes him off officially. Okay. So they tag team. It's about both of them. All right. Maybe. So there's... I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> it's like, it could be Harry, could be Neville. But who cares? Probably Harry, but... It could, <laughs> they have a backup in case. Yeah. Like, it is one of those things where, like, why would they go out and tell the guy they're trying to kill, like, yep, this is the baby you want to kill. It, yeah. Like, it, it would almost, you would almost think that, uh, they wouldn't keep that prophecy around. Like, yeah, you just destroy them. They can be destroyed. Destroy them all. And, and in fact, you would almost think that they would put a lock on that door. <laughs> it's like... Or something. Like, the, the, the wizarding world is very loosey-goosey with a lot of their stuff. Like, anyone can get into anywhere anytime they want. They- I remember there was a scene where Harry Potter just, uh, said some words and broke into the- you know, undid the lock in the, uh, minister's office. Uh, Alahomora. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's- they're- they have almost- they're almost superheroes. Like, there's only one- office that they can't break into, I think, in the oh, books, yeah. and it's Dumbledore. <laughs> because Dumbledore knows more magic, and... Yeah, I guess. And, like, the shit he has, I bet you, is so top secret, you know, that like, if you saw this, it would it would melt your head. Like, like I, I have a feeling he's, he's made up magic that no one knows about. Like, he has such protections that nobody could even fathom it. He has a... <laughs> he has a spell that a phoenix can burn him somewhere else. <laughs> burn him into another part of the world. To kill him... To kill him some, into a new place. Like, I imagine that the, uh, for, like, the last... Like, as he disappeared, he wasn't a baby. He was just on a beach for a week. Yeah. You know, in a... I imagine in, like, you know, just relax, relaxing. Like, dressed in, um, one of those old-timey, like, striped bathing suits. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> Fancy going for a swim? Like he still has the uh, the straw hat. Yeah. The... A, <laughs> but his beard is, you know, still wrapped up like that. That's his swimsuit. It's it's a darker beard. Yeah. <laughs> of, a, of a younger, of a younger Dumbledore. Like because he can he can be any age he wants to be at any time. It's like Gozer. He just <laughs> he can be whatever he wants to be. <laughs> I thought Dumbledore was a man. Dumbledore can be whatever he wants to be. Choose and perish, Harry Potter. What do you mean, choose? I don't understand. <laughs> well, wait a minute. This is Ron now. Yeah. I'm Ron. Wait a minute. If, <laughs> Hi, Ron. <laughs> I'm Ron. Uh, we only get one shot of this. Hermione? <laughs> it just popped in there. What? What just popped in there? I try to think of the most... Oh, no! What, 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 Look! <laughs> What would it be? What would she... It's that... Dumb... That giant dumb kid. That, uh, Hagrid's dumb brother. Oh, the giant... Grop. Or whatever it is. It's, uh... It's Grop, but he's covered in marshmallows. <laughs> well, that's something you don't see. We gotta cross the wands. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, Harry. You said crossing the wands was bad. I'm Ron! I love this idea! I'm glad to be a part of it, I do! It could endanger us. It could endanger our headmaster who paid us in advance before he became a dog. <laughs> it, you know, the Ghostbusters and the, like, who would win in a, a fight? Like, if the Ghostbusters 
like got the jump on him and just started yeah. blasting him with uh with the proton packs like could the wizards deflect it uh well i would imagine like uh like uh i think dumbledore was able to deflect like a uh a fire snake spell <laughs> so yeah i guess it doesn't make i i think they can uh create a a negatively charged uh a negatively charged barrier that'll just make the protons go the other way or positively charged um so i have two two schools of thought on this go on um one we know that they can deflect physical objects and not just magic spells because yeah. they deflect the arrows uh from the centaurs uh-huh uh, so, and also, the second point that I'd like to bring up is that, um... Yeah. Because of this, uh, that means that they really can, uh, basically, like, reverse everything back to them, to the Ghostbusters, if they really wanted to, I think. So they can, so they can shoot, make them shoot themselves basically, with their own beams? I think they could do that. Like, if they can physically, do, you know, do arrows, then why not... You know the protons. Yeah, uh, I don't see why not. Like it would set them on fire. Uh, I actually, I'm thinking something uh, even better, where the the Ghostbusters like don't tell them about the whole crossing the streams thing. Yeah, and then they foolishly cross the streams as they're like deflecting everything back, and it ends up killing both of them. <laughs> so it like uh, so they all shoot their proton packs at the let's say. It's Lord Voldemort. All right. And he kind of whips all the beams into one big beam and tries to deflect it, and it just explodes. Yeah, it just destroys all matter around them, and they get they get covered in marshmallows again, I imagine. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a marshmallow Hagrid. Like, actually, I'm thinking, what if there was a... Uh, what if there was a... <laughs> marshmallow Hagrid. What if there was a, like, a scientist magician like a scientific wizard who used like who wanted to really study the magic and see yeah. what the science behind it was I, I imagine he's he's viewed as a kook like a uh like a kind of like how a uh a, a person in a let's say uh mit okay like a, a professor at mit is studying uh the dark arts okay like <laughs> he would be viewed as a as a lunatic <laughs> <laughs> and so a scientist trying to study the the mechanics of magic would be viewed as a nutcase. Like, why is he doing that? It's magic. It's it, not science. It just does. Like, I imagine that the uh, that the, sci the scientist in question or the wizard in question would be like uh, Holtzman from the Ghostbusters 2016. Like, just a kook. Just a kook. Yeah, you know, like a mad scientist almost, yeah. but also like a mad mad, mad wizard who's. Like, well, it turns out it's not pure magic. There's these little things called... Metachlorians. Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> they get inside your, your bloodstream, and you can start doing things that you ordinarily wouldn't do. That's why there's muggles, why there's not. That's bloody stupid. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, Metachlorians. Who would think of uh, something so bizarrely absurd as Metachlorians it, and think that's a good thing to put into a story? <laughs> Can't it just be magic? Oh, no, it's... The Metachlorians, it explains so... Metachlorians. You made me do this. <laughs> you forced my hand. If there was a guy at MIT who yeah. just started becoming, like, a necromancer... Yeah. Like, I, it, I don't know, I would... 
I would want to see where his experiments took him. I, I, oh, I, I have a feeling it's going to be kept under wraps. Like, uh, since the, the whole wizarding world is probably, uh, probably secret there, too. I guess that's fair, yeah. Like, they can't tell anybody about wizards anywhere, or yeah. else the... Like, at some point, doesn't happen in the movies, but at some point, there has to be a real conversation that the world has with these wizards, and yeah. it's like, just... Out of the sha- out of the shadows, like the like the second Turtles movie, <laughs> yes. you know. So here, here's a question I have for you, un- uh, kind of unrelated to anything we were talking about. Uh, so where does where does satanic spells fit into the Harry Potter universe? Is that just considered goofy, hmm. or or is it like, oh, we don't do that. That's not nice. I think that it's uh, something that I think it's a branch of pseudo magic. Yeah. And most people view it as, like, the same as, like, crystal healing. Or okay, like that. so <laughs> they're thinking they're summoning a Satan. <laughs> um, it's merely just a quintal. <laughs> it's a boggart. <laughs> a boggart. A boggart. It's yogurt. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not what they think it is. It's not a Satan. Like, <laughs> that. there are still, I imagine there's wizard shops that 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 like do the same you know do the kind of uh, like like oh, here's your here's your dark stuff you know here's your yeah. uh, satan stuff i guess and it's viewed the same way as going into like you know a crystal shop and buying it there <laughs> only like in the harry potter universe their crystals actually work yeah and uh the the satanic rituals are they're they're more like a par- parlor tricks like although i do i do get i, I guess there are some crystals that do have physical effects on people in real life, usually like plutonium. You know, I wouldn't say that's a. I wouldn't say that's a crystal. I think methamphetamines is definitely a crystal that would uh, affect people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That, that's a. We do have magic a, crystals. Yeah, we have magic crystals as well. Yes. Okay. So we're all we're all in agreement about yes. the magic crystals. Actually, we have liquid crystals pumping through our veins right now. We have all the things the magicians have, just no magic. Mm-mm. And do we really need it? Do they have Nintendos in the Harry Potter universe? That's the real magic. The magic of escapism. <laughs> like, like, Harry has to sit and endure all this bullshit. He can't sit and, w- and play a Super Nintendo. Like, what can he do? Like, maybe that's why everything's overcompensating for the fact that he doesn't get to play the Link to the Past. Yeah. Like, he has to have chocolate frogs hopping around. Even and his food's a pain in the ass. I have to- I hate having to ch- eat my- chase my food and eat it. I'm not a hunter. <laughs> Just one day, I would like to just sit here, have a normal fucking day, yeah. <laughs> and escape into a book or something. Not a scroll, into a regular book. I want to play I a game. I don't want the book to talk to me, too. <laughs> I don't want to have pictures talk to me. I just want words on paper. Like, he goes to an actual, like, real prison just to kind of get away from the, <laughs> the nonsense. Like, I imagine he goes to a muggle library. To- oh, this is so much better. Oh, it's so quiet. I don't have the book screaming at me or trying to bite me. Like, uh, just him being there at that library triggers something, yeah. and like all the other wizards start going to the same library, and then it just becomes a magical library in like by, a couple of weeks. By, by de facto. Like, uh, because of now all these wizards are going to the library, now it has to be incorporated incorporated into the wizarding world. Yeah. So, like, they. Like they buy like every time he goes to a new place because he's so popular, yep. the other wizards start invading it. Like he almost becomes like a, almost becomes like a celebrity where he's like wearing sunglasses and a hat <laughs> to try to avoid 
you know, people coming and finding his locations. And now because all these other wizards and all, it's been incorporated into the wizarding world, it's now there's all sorts of dumb shit flying around <laughs> and making noise. There's these ghosts screaming at him as he's trying to read. Please stop. I'm just trying to read the newest. I Percy can't Jackson. do anything, sir. I'm dead and have to live here forever. That's it. That's him slamming the book closed. Yep. That's it. I'm 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 done with this library. He just rips up his library card in front of the library people who were just like, please, please get all your friends out of here. <laughs> it's like a trendy nightclub, and then once somebody's you know, once the right celebrity goes there, everyone starts going there. Until then, Andy Dick shows yeah, up. Yeah, until Andy Dick shows up, then everybody leaves. So, I know we've been dancing around this for I a know. little bit. So, I've been- I was thinking about it while I was watching it this time. I- I- kind of- I kind of avoided that. I kind of wanted to approach it fresh. Like, I- there was one thing in particular that I was like, hmm, I wonder how Ernest would do in this situation. But let's talk about uh, Ernest, uh, Ernest P. Worrell and, and the Firebird. Yeah, and the Firebird. <laughs> uh, and the Firebird Club, rather. Okay. <laughs> and, and the, uh, and the Mean Firebird Club. <laughs> uh, so, oh, that's tough. Uh, cause... Oh, I, I imagine, in, it, you know, it begins where, uh, it always begins where in the, uh, Weasley household, after, mm -hmm. after, I guess, Ernest is done... Uh, letting his uh, cousin die from the de uh, Dementor since he can't do a Patrona. Like, I, I... It's it's kind of makes even more sense that, like, I imagine the beginning has just changed just a little bit. You know, where, uh... Like, yeah, they send Dementors after him, but the real reason he gets kicked out of the, um, out of the Weasley, or the, the, the Dursley house and sent yeah. to the Weasley house, or uh, the, the Black house, is, uh... Like, he's just causing so many troubles, you know, with the... Like, no matter what he does, they are suffering there at the Dursley household. Uh, he's always building something that catches the room on fire yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and they finally... They finally just ha have, have had it with him and... Uh, Ernest P. Worrell, get the fuck out of here! I, I imagine the, uh... Uh, the final straw is when, uh, Mr. Dursley is so fed up and so angry he has a heart attack. Okay. And is sent to the hospital. He's he eventually yeah, recovers, he's but get him the hell out <laughs> of my home. Like, for some reason, I imagine that the thing he's making is like a new washing machine. Like, <laughs> well, we'll save the power, you know, we'll save hundreds of dollars a year with this new washing machine idea. And it's like, it's almost a Rube Goldberg washing. Yeah. And of course, I don't know what the mechanisms go, but it ends with uh, the Uncle Dursley. Uh, just covered in water and suds. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say sewage. Okay, that works too. And, you know, sewage and garbage. Like, there's a banana peel on his shoulder <laughs> that he, like, lifts and takes off before he... Eh, back to the old drawing board. <laughs> Slides down the yeah. wall. <laughs> Could you please keep it down? I'm trying to work here. And I think you need a shower. <laughs> oh, that's him just falling down. Yep. And uh, yeah, his I guess his wife eventually finds him, and, and calls the ambulance. And yeah, what we said ensues. Yeah. You know, get him out of here. And then it's just a smash cut to him like unloading his stuff at another house. <laughs> like it, it, he walks away in it with a uh, bindle. 
<laughs> uh, it just is like, so uh, what happened to your, uh, what happened to your uncle? Yeah, we didn't see eye to eye. <laughs> I was like, you know, I just wanted <laughs> to be completely missing the point. Oh, uh, we had a heart to heart. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I decided to give him a break for a little bit. I think it's for the best, but, um, you know, I... He just can't stop speaking, talking about me. He was so proud of my most recent <laughs> machine. He didn't stop saying my name for hours and hours afterwards. He was so excited he had to be brought to the hospital. <laughs> he was overwhelmed and they took him away. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess he gets to Sirius uh, Black's house and I, I, I guess. Do you think he? I think he just doesn't listen to Sirius Black and is more more interested in his. Uh, uh, family wallpaper? Hmm. Or do you think it's the Worrell family wallpaper? Like, we're gonna see, like, Auntie Nedna and all the, uh, Worrell extended family. That would be funny, although I want him to be so out of the loop that, uh, like, you know, he has nothing to do with magic whatsoever. Yeah. That, um, that there would, like, he, he has his own family tree, but we're not shown that. Uh, like, I want everything almost to be the same Except it's just Ernest there, you know. Yeah. Walking around this, uh, this thing, but I imagine he's the one who's causing a bunch of burnt, uh... All the whole, burnt faces. Yeah. Like, he's the one who's causing these problems. Like... Hey, let me get a closer look at these yeah. faces. What's wrong with this thing? Hmm. What if I... <laughs> hey, that one's ruined. Let me try another. I imagine for some reason... Yeah. He just has... You know, he's also spray, you know, hairspraying something while he's looking like, you know, I need a little <laughs> bit, a little bit brighter here. And I'll do, do my hair while I, yeah, yeah curing two birds with one stone. You can't, you can't always be too careful. And this is a shot outside of just the, him leaving the room. Like he opens the door and it's just, he's covered in soot. And it's just come, like the light in there is orange, you know, and. That was too much hairspray. <laughs> or just, he walks out the door, shuts it behind him, like, scared. Harry, what's going on there? Uh... Nothing. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. <laughs> Aurora Borealis! Uh-huh. <laughs> in this time of year, uh -huh. in this location, Yep. Happening solely in that room back there. I better believe it. <laughs> Can I see? Uh... No. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a fire in there. Oh, it's just the northern lights. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think the, the we'll go in order of all the, the dumb yeah. shit that he can get into. But I remember the one thing that I was thinking of the most is what would the what would the prophecy of Ernest P. Worrell be? Uh, oh, that's a good one. I, I imagine it's like. A bumbling buffoon will inadvertently topple the mightiest dark wizard un uh, of all time. Gee, I sure like to meet that guy. <laughs> he sounds like a peach. <laughs> well, whoever this man is, good luck to you. <laughs> all right. And they just tosses it over his shoulder. <laughs> now let's see what else they got here. Give us the prophecy, Mr. Warrell. Uh, what? Give us the prophecy. Uh, uh, once... I got... What's that? Uh, he reaches into his pockets. Oh, they must mean this. And he gives him a fortune cookie. Hey. What? What's that? 
This is, I think, what you're looking for. I don't like it myself, but you might have a different opinion. You will receive a promotion from an unexpected friend. Ooh, that sounds good. You Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> that sounds like a good prophecy if you ask me. And money in the bank. <laughs> and you made a friend out of it. And is it me? Am I the friend? Hey. All right, just kill them all. Bavada Kedavra. Ow. So anyway, about these <laughs> prophecies. He is so in, is he so out of the loop with magic that even the death curse doesn't kill him? Like he has zero magic and I, I imagine the death curse, like you need some of those midichlorians. <laughs> like it, 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 he is so out of the picture. It's almost like, it, it, it's almost its own barrier. Like I imagine, this actually makes a lot of sense the more I go into this because I imagine yeah. that uh, everybody, every single person in the world has at least like one percent magic in them like they're they have the magic but they don't know how to know like it, it's not enough to affect the environment around yeah. them like some people have maybe ten percent and when they get angry like you know things fall over you know or something yeah. like that and you they know. think it's ghosts yeah um harry you know has something like 70 80 percent he can use magic uh -huh. like someone like voldemort dumbledore's like a hundred percent magic yeah. you know Ernest has zero. He is the, oh, and that's why the killing curse didn't work on him as a baby. Like it's a statistic impossibility. Yeah, <laughs> but it somehow happened. And it is like he is the only person to have absolutely no magic, and that's why you can kill curse him all you want. It doesn't work. Like nothing. Like you could. Uh, Avada Kedavra, you can expel Yama, so you could do all those other words too, and just it just bounces right off him. Like in the magical world, he is almost a Scarface level of badass because, <laughs> like, they will all be shooting at him and he's just walking by, you know. And if he was anybody else, it would be cool, but for yeah. him, hey, quit it, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> he's you know, he, he turns around and he uh, he tries to light a, a cigar and it just blows up the cigar because cigars have more magic in them than he does i, I imagine it's I, I imagine if he gets struck with an avada kedavra it, it's more like uh how when he gets electrocuted there's that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we we don't know what to do with it. that's why there's a lightning bolt on his head <laughs> From the electric chair? Yeah, from, from, no, from the, uh, the Avada Kedavra, it electrocuted him. Yep. <laughs> like, I, like, I imagine he lights up his cigar around them. You guys mind if I smoke? I guess you do. You just had to say no, and I would... <laughs> I guess it's not good for me. Thank you. <laughs> you, you're really looking out for my best inter interests. You know, you Death Eaters aren't bad at all. You get a bad name, but maybe if you change your name to something different, like... Friendship club or or, or cake eaters. Yeah, like pie eaters. Everyone likes pie. I don't like pie. Uh, I can see why you're the evilest one of them all. <laughs> I no. get. Eh, well, they say they say t taste is eighty percent smell, so I can see why you wouldn't like pie. <laughs> you know, we get you a we get you a nice little nose, buddy. You can fit right in with society. Yeah, yeah, look, got one right here. It's a Groucho so, nose? No, it was going to be a Mr. Potato Head. Oh. <laughs> there you go. And if you want a mustache, I clipped right on. <laughs> oh, 
Is Clark Gable in the room? <laughs> we have a looker here. You can be a model. I imagine it works almost like a Scooby-Doo thing where he a, a chair comes out of nowhere because that's his magic yeah. almost where uh, like there's he, zero magic. But he like needs, his magic is just his un, un, unimaginable amount of luck. And he sits him down in a chair. Oh, look what we got here. So we just got to, you know, maybe put a little wig on and... Yeah, let me shine that chrome dome for you. <laughs> well, well, well. Looks, we got us another Johnny Sins here. <laughs> uh, look at this. Is it another uh, uh, Ernest Morgnine? <laughs> Just doesn't know. Doesn't doesn't know his uh, uh, good-looking celebrities. <laughs> or just like pulls random celebrities out of thin air. Just, like, is that Gary Busey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm starstruck. We got our own personal Audie Murphy here, <laughs> and which is a like really weird reference for him to make. Uh, is that Willem Dafoe? <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't the most handsome man in the world, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine uh, Voldemort, like, it for the first time he has color in his face from blushing. Like he, I imagine he looks in the mirror. He's like, ah. Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> he shakes everything off. Does he put a wig on him? I think he starts doing that, and you know, we'll take a look, take a look in the mirror at the the at the handsome stranger staring back at you. Huh. I, I imagine, hey. <laughs> it, I imagine he puts like a big beehive wig on him, like from the '60s. Would you take a look at the new Jackie O? <laughs> I was thinking it was a for some reason a curly blonde wig, like a Shirley Temple wig. <laughs> <laughs> like a Napoleon Dynamite, or the uh, literally like the Shirley Temple the Shirley locks. Temple locks. Like he looks like a, he looks like one of those little sailor boys from the turn of the century. And they give him, he gives him a big lolly, a, big, a, a lollapalooza. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, and look, we get here. Ah, ah. <laughs> You just need a friend. <laughs> and like I like that it almost works for a little bit. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Do you really think I could? Uh, yeah, you make it big in the uh, in Big Town, boss. You look like you look foolish. No, no, I had friends, boss. No, <laughs> look, they're running away now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he fell for it, boys. <laughs> he's like <laughs> turns around. I can't believe he fell for it. An ugly mug like that. Like he's literally <laughs> within earshot. He's standing still next to him, but he's talking to his friends now. <laughs> An ugly mug like that grabs him by the chin. <laughs> Look at this ugly mug. <laughs> Looks as ugly as uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Looks or, as uh, ugly as Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Looks as ugly as Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Looks as ugly as Brad Pitt. It looks like the backside of a poodle. <laughs> he rips it off. Yeah, and then the chase continues. Yeah. Like, uh, do, do they do like the Scooby Doo through the doors? Of gag? course. Yeah. And and Ernest runs through the uh, the death door that has all the souls in it that collected. Oh, spoiler! That that collects uh, Sirius Black. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Because um, I, I I just saw him like float away, and I didn't. It didn't really. I didn't understand what was happening. Like, in the book, it's even more vague, but why would the Ministry just have a door that leads to death, like, to the other side, in the middle of their room? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's it's just a thing that happened. Like, it's a door that they built the, the room, they built the 
building around this door. Yeah, I, I imagine it has the same thing to do with, like, Stonehenge. It's made by old, uh, old Celtic, uh, wizards. And it's- and it's actually kind of an interesting idea because, like, in this Harry Potter universe, there's just a door that leads to the other side, and it's something you can't study. No matter what kind of protection you put on you, like, you can't- If you go through it, you're not you're coming dead. back. Yeah, you're dead. And it's like, man, we really want to know what's on the other side. I guess everyone does. Well, good thing I'm here. At me being a, 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 a put some of this together, and you just hear like a cacophony of noises, like a, a pneumatic drill, and it just turns out it's a. Uh, I hope you're going the same direction I want to go with this. It's just going to be a uh, big crappy camera on an RV. Uh, see, I had a different thing where he steps forward wearing an old fashioned diving suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me at that door. <laughs> I'll tell you guys what's through the other side and maybe get serious in the process. I imagine he walks through and the suit stays. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> and then the, it just collapses yep. into pieces. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Some prophecy. <laughs> and... Just, yeah, just... For some reason, like... He, he, they turn around and he's just there in the room. <laughs> Yeah, so what was it like? Eh, a lot of vendors. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, my, 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 my memory's a blank. But, uh, yeah. I got but a sandwich out of it, apparently. <laughs> you want to see for yourself? <laughs> and nobody, nobody comes through that door except for, like, he goes through all the time. It's like a shortcut for, it's a shortcut for him. <laughs> Look, it's where... I get lunch every day. <laughs> this is my lunch room. You know, you guys aren't very chatty. All you do is wail, but you're good company. <laughs> oh, wh wh where's it? Where's the? Uh, where's the, the other side go to if it's a shortcut? Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. yeah. You want to go through? No. Oh. Of course not. What do you want me to die twice? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to the mystery is worse than the mystery itself. It's not so bad. It's fine. It's Des Moines. Come on, guys. It's road Des Moines. Uh, it's, it's fine. It's just I, I thought there was a higher answer. It's Des Moines. What? What? What like, other answers do you need? <laughs> you have an answer. Don't groan about it. Well, okay. What happens if we go in the Des Moines side? You come out here. What's in between? What do you mean? <laughs> That's Des Moines. <laughs> this is England. I I don't know what more you guys want. It's London to Des Moines. But I thought it was a death door. It is. Oh, there's a lot of corpses on the other side. Yeah. People, some people just didn't make it. <laughs> In fact, I'm so far the only one who has. Like it, it, it comes out on the top of a of a mountain, and fortunately, there's a lot of bodies to cushion the fall. In one of those Des Moines mountains. <laughs> yeah, those those high mountains of Des Moines. <laughs> now, uh, I do want to talk about because uh, I didn't think about it while I was watching the movie, but yeah, like what happens when Ernest meets up with uh, Professor Umbridge. The uh, the pink lady. Uh, I imagine it's 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 one it's like a Margaret Dumont moment Ooh. where where it's uh, where it, he is so oblivious to how out of place he is with her and uh, she is just trying her best to stoically endure it. Like if like in the movie this movie uh, like there's only a few times where she loses her cool. Yeah. You know, but she keeps this facade of absolute awfulness like the entire movie. Like the this facade of I'm government, I'm better than you, you know. Yeah. 
Like, it would be challenged very quickly in the Ernest universe. She would break down in a way that she didn't even break down in the movie, I don't think. And I imagine it starts... Like, the, the first time it starts is, uh, in the, in the detention, when, uh, she gives him the special quill, and he just writes, All right, I will not lie. How many times? Uh, it doesn't do anything yeah, to him because no he, magic. there's magic. Uh, try it again, Ernest. Alrighty. Is that good? Alright, I filled the page. <laughs> Alright, I can do some more. Uh, I, I think you should go. Uh, let me see that. Ouch! Ouch! Ow, ow. Oh. You really need to learn how to use a quill. You see, carpal tunnel happens if you grip it too tightly. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's not carpal tunnel. Get out of here! But I still have another side of the page to fill. <laughs> Get out! Some people. <laughs> well, I guess you can't please everybody, all the people all the time, am I right? I guess there's no class in government. <laughs> I imagine she try. Ooh, excuse me. She tries uh, an e like an increasing number of tortures to him, and they're all like she doesn't understand that no magic doesn't work. So it gets more and more elaborate and fails every single like like in the like in the scene where they have Harry and the in the gang. Uh, like, after they'd broken into the the secret place, I don't remember what it was called. The Room of Requirement. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, and they have him kind of cornered, uh, and she's gonna do the, uh, the torture curse, what is it called again? El Crucio. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they don't stop, uh, Hermione and, 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 uh, Ron don't really stop her, because I, I, at this point I don't think they like him. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't interact with the friends, he is just yeah. a nuisance. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she does it, it's just... What's that? Do you feel a tingle? <laughs> hmm. Crucio! Uh, 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 Crucio! Crucio! Is is he in the room? Crucio? Crucio, I'll help you find him. Crucio! <laughs> is that is that one of those cats on the wall? Hey, Crucio, are you Crucio? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Where's your, friend? Where's your friend? You know, retrace your steps. Where did you see him last? Like, trying to find your keys. Like, everyone in the room, even his friends, are all trying. Crucio! Crucio! Look, it's not working, fellas. I don't know where this cat is. It can't be in... Probably not in this room. It's a big library. It's a big... It's a big school. Let's hear... Crucio! Crucio! He's not out in the hole. Crucio! Meanwhile, there's... Rats in the walls being yeah, tortured. <laughs> tortured. <laughs> like every, every living thing in a radius is being hurt, but you know by them ex except for Ernest. Like all all the flowers within a certain radius start wilting. Just droop like ET's flowers, <laughs> without him waking up. Yep. And uh, like I also I met like I can't help but wonder what Ernest like because Ernest is leading this uh, like. The, the the students like yeah. and, like and it's even more uh even more luck based because in the movie they say you know they're like Harry you teed off against uh against Voldemort you yeah. killed a basilisk you yeah. did this and he's like guys it was mostly luck like that yeah. has never been more true with Ernest <laughs> I don't know how to do any of these spells but I do know that uh, sometimes the old fisturoonies are all you need to take on a challenge thank you let me introduce you to my two friends, Mr. Left and Mr. Right. <laughs> you can get through life with these, uh, with the can-do attitude and a lot of luck. Uh, just bring them, just show them the gun show and that's enough for some, some people. 
Like, I imagine that his room of requirement, which the rules in the, the books and in the movies, yeah. the, the room of requirement only appears if you really need it, and it has comes fully stocked with whatever you need. And uh, uh, It's a lot of sandwich shops. I imagine, like, he opens it up and it is just a junkyard. <laughs> parts upon parts upon parts for him to use. And, and he, he doesn't teach the kids magic. He teaches them how to make these Rube Goldberg abominations that, that somehow uh, somehow offer a defense. And the kids are, you know, the kids do it better than he does. Well, of course, because they know how, like, they know how to do actual real, you know, make actual real inventions. Yeah. Like, his inventions always fail at some point. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. And so they're making great, like, wow, you guys are, you guys are accelerating at a rate far exceeding my own. Wow, you actually made a Gundam. <laughs> and when they're fighting off against the, uh, at the end, when, like, the Death Eaters have the kids surrounded, yeah. they unleash all their data level of uh, invention. <laughs> gadgets. Yeah, and it just overwhelms the Death Eaters. I don't know what's happening. Uh, I've never seen such sorcery. <laughs> Uh, there's like, I imagine there's robots walking towards them. Yep. Uh, Vada Kedavra! Uh, Vada Kedavra! It's not working! <laughs> it's not working! <laughs> they're not al- You fool, they're not alive! How can they not be alive? They're moving! <laughs> they don't know shit about technology. I know, it's just- it, it, to, to them, this is darker than the dark arts. Like, he- Ernest brings technology into the Wizarding World, and it actually, in two decades, causes the collapse of the Wizarding World. <laughs> like, he is not only, like, it turns out that all along, Ernest is the Dark Master. <laughs> like, he does bring the end to the Wizarding World. You see? I bet you don't have magic fingers in the Wizarding World. Just regular magic fingers. But not the, not the whole bed. Like, he... He brings upon technology, and it is a scourge to them. Whereas, like the the, the prophecy about an idiot challenging the Dark Lord is actually about somebody else, and it's about yeah. Ernest. <laughs> and it's you know because you know we you know the Muggles have lived in society and have adapted. Uh, they they can have some you know semblance of self control with their technology. Well, sometimes, yeah, uh, but them they they can't like it's an addiction to it them it is a drug it is a drug so powerful that it destroys their entire way of life like like certain like uh there have been people who wasted away uh playing tetris <laughs> it's got to have an end it's got to have an end uh, there there's always a bigger spaceship <laughs> like the because they have, like, the magic that they can work with the technology, like, their technology is even more advanced very quickly than... than so were they incorporating magic into it? Yeah, there's, like, a magic-technology hybrid at first, and then the technology, you know, like, they're using... They're using magic to make these blueprints that are so far advanced that human minds couldn't do them normally. And they're like, oh, I just invented something new, fellas. I call it uh, I call it. Oh, give me a moment. I'll, I'll think of it. Go ahead, I, Ernest. I, I call it synthetic intelligence. Oh, jeez! It become it's it, it learns at in a, a rate much more than AI and yeah. artificial intelligence. Because you know AI is limited 
uh, by certain factors, like, uh, you know, certain technological factors, uh, wherein apparently magic doesn't really have that same limitation. Like, AI, like, you know, the chat GPT, you yeah. know, is limited to the you, the world it was created in, which is the human world, the muggle world. Yeah. And, it like, the AI can't fathom something beyond it because it has no reason to. Yeah. It's working in a certain constraint. But the magic-infused uh, AI, or I'm sorry, SI, the synthetic intelligence, yeah. um, we'll give a name to it, uh, like, Modoc or something. <laughs> Bert. Bert. Uh, good old Bert is so advanced, I get it, Bert and Ernest, uh, <laughs> is, is, so, is so, you know, advanced in a way that normal technology can't possibly comprehend that it engulfs everything very quickly. Like, like it's, it's kind of like Skynet. Yeah, you thought AI, regular AI advanced at a, at a, a rate that's logarithmic. Like, this, this is exponential. This is so advanced so quickly that within two days it overshines everything that's been made in the AI world. And by day, by the end of the week, it's advanced to a point where it's a being of unfathomable intelligence. Like, it actually has a form, but also doesn't. And then by the la on the last day, on the seventh day, it rests. It rests by self-destructing. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> uh, I, 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 but actually, I kind of imagined it's a lot like the, uh, the, a, the supercomputer from Devs, but not stupid. Okay. Like, uh, like, it, it's so advanced, it can, uh, predict the, uh, like, the project, the, uh, uh, momentum and, uh, direction of every molecule, even, even if it is impossible, yeah. it somehow does it. And with that, it has almost perfect, uh, almost perfect foreknowledge of every event. Mm -hmm. And this is just after a week. Yeah. After 20 years of this, there is, there is no wizarding world anymore. <laughs> like, all of magic has just been, is gone. Like, they yeah. stopped, they stopped practicing it, they stopped doing it because the... The synthetic intelligence is so advanced it does everything for them. And I, I imagine it uh, it kind of incorporates people into it, kind of like the Matrix, but not as a power source, but uh, one, because people just are so addicted to being a part of it where they live in a world where they can do literally anything. And second, uh, secondly, it also uses them as... Uh, like computing power so like, it's a symbiotic relationship yeah like the it, it gives it gives the dumb meat sacks connected to it <laughs> just endless uh like it it gives them endless pleasure or whatever the hell they want to to keep the monkey brain occupied while it uses the rest of the brain for whatever its needs are and then once everyone is uh everyone is dumb and lazy and technology has has been the Dementors come in, suck out the souls, which there's no yeah. resistance anymore. Yeah. And, you know, and then it just... <laughs> that's it. That, that's the end of the world, oh, of the wizarding world. I wonder what the AI would... Because I would imagine the AI wouldn't want people... SI. Uh, synthetic or, yeah, intelligence. Synthetic intelligence wouldn't want the... These Dementors killing its, its uh, I guess, parts, for lack of a better term. It's... Well, I wonder what would happen, because it's... It's really just taking their soul and leaving them as, as meat vegetables. Yeah. But you know, it, I I don't know if uh, if it could still use them. Hmm, that's a big question. 
but like what would it do would it have like would it give a like would it make a patrona hmm because it is magic that's true like I imagine it makes a patrona so like it, it becomes a war between the dementors and uh and the it, it synthetic makes a, intelligence it ma it's it's so powerful it can make an army of patrona well I imagine the uh, the, the Dementors are starving, so they have to do something. Oh, I didn't know that's how they ate. I don't think it is, but in my world it is. Okay. <laughs> like, they're starving, they need some, and so they, they launch a full-scale attack, and the synthetic intelligence creates a Patronus so powerful, it doesn't just repel the Dementors, it murders them. Damn. It, it, it just destroys uh, every part of them. I, I imagine it's a Patrona that's hard to conceive. It's like a four-dimensional shape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like a Tesseract. Yeah. And it just, it destroys them on so many dimensions that they are no longer there. <laughs> they, they are killed in every way possible and every way impossible. <laughs> and at first it's like a good thing, and then, you know, and then, uh... And then they, there's nothing to nothing to stand against the the SI. Like unfortunately, uh, it, the spell was so powerful that the the Patrona is permanent. It never goes away, and it has to be kind of sealed away. Uh, so, so it like because it will just not just just destroy uh, Dementors. It'll just drive you know turn anyone who looks at it mad. It's kind of like. <laughs> that is what it's in between the door to Des Moines. <laughs> uh, a, a tesseract or yeah. just a four-dimensional space where you can't really conceive. Like, which is why everyone who goes through just can't make it to the other side and they die. <laughs> They're destroyed. It's like, it's like the, uh, or maybe the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, in, in between Des Moines and England is the place where Event Horizon went. <laughs> And they never make it back because they always gouge out their eyes and rip their skin off and all this shit. But Ernest walks through with no problem. <laughs> Ooh, that looks like it hurts, fellas. Dum -dum 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 -dum. Yeah, he skips through. La 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 la. Hey, buddy, you know you're wearing your head inside out. La 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 la. <laughs> Ooh, you might want to take care of those maggots. <laughs> you don't want to have an infection. Here, we got some Neosporin for you. There you go. That'll prevent any infections from happening. Just a dab will do ya. <laughs> oh, look, a hot dog in Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, hey, is this your arm? <laughs> What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> oh, here it is anyway. <laughs> yeah, the cat has it. Hey, kid, what's wrong with your legs? <laughs> what's the matter? Cat got your tongue? Oh, it was a dog. Anyway, here it is. <laughs> ah, yes, Des Moines. Land of, uh... Opportunity. <laughs> and land of opportunity and, and big mountains. <laughs> that, like, the... It's funny because the more we we go on with our Ernest story, yeah. the deeper the lore gets with the Ernest story. <laughs> uh, like he is not only oblivious and Im impenetrable to to the magic, you know, the wizarding world, but but he's somehow immune to hell itself. Like to the uh, to the wizarding world, he is almost like like Agent Smith. In the Matrix. <laughs> He's an anomaly that shouldn't be there. Is he like Agent Smith or the One? Hmm. I think he is... Huh, if we're... Is, now, here's a question. Is yeah. the Voldemort connection 
too earnest in this. Is this like a Agent Smith and the one rivalry where one cannot exist while the other exists kind of thing? Yeah, I, I would kind of say that. So Voldemort is 100. He's the only being who's ever been 100% magic. Yeah. And like even even Dumbledore is only 93% like magic. It's, it's 99 followed by a series like a, a series of decimals but never yeah never, never 100 he's like the dove uh <laughs> pureness yeah <laughs> and uh so he's uh, but voldemort is 100 100 magic but once thought impossible and you know and so he accidentally created uh by trying to kill Ernest. or Ernest comes around like you know right at right at a certain point to challenge him you know as a baby and it is like wow there is a hundred percent magic guy, and there's a zero percent magic guy. I, I imagine, because uh, you know, I imagine it's not kid Ernest; it's actually, you know, He's full adult, grown Ernest. Full grown Ernest. So I imagine they were born at the same time. Ah, that's a very good. Yeah. They, they are a yin and a yang. They are alpha and omega. And it makes because even in in the uh, the Harry Potter universe, like it's kind of the same thing with Harry because you know, oh, um, there's a phoenix that. Uh, is only given two feathers and they were used in a wand. Uh -huh. And the two wands are Harry and Voldemort. And the phoenix is Dumbledore's phoenix, ah. from what I understand. Um, so those are, you know, in the, can, canonically, they are they are intertwined in such a, a unique way. It makes even more sense in our Ernest universe why they're intertwined in such a unique way. Because the the universe needed balance. Yeah, there's can, there can't be a hundred without a zero. You yep. know, there yeah. can't be a one without a zero. <laughs> and it, it should, I imagine, uh, yeah, they they just cancel each other out. Like it is it is why they will be in this fight for almost ever. You know why they have such a rivalry. I, I imagine. Like, because uh, a scene comes to mind where, you know, Ernest is just walking through a field as thousands and thousands of Death Eaters are doing the Avada Kedavra at him. Like, and it's just all all culminating in this one point. But Ernest is just, he's dapper, fellas. <laughs> I imagine that, um, this is going to be a weird reference. Okay. I imagine when they shoot their Avada Kedavra now, does he just absorb it and nothing happens? Or does it bounce off him like Rocky Horror? <laughs> Ah, huh, that's tough. Well, wh which is funnier to you? I think if he's just absorbing it, it's funnier. Yeah, I think that because that's why I just imagine happens. It's just it just goes in him, and it might feel like a pinprick. Yeah, like not, not even that. It feels like a uh, a tickle. Yeah, it's like a warm buzz. <laughs> it feels like it, not not your arm completely falling asleep, but maybe when your toes go numb yeah. when you when you. Uh, Sit on the toilet for too long, or when you, uh, when, or when you just start like you can feel it starting to fall asleep, but you just kind of move your hand to kind of yeah. get that feeling to go away. That is the limit, the high or the hardest it will ever feel. Yeah, and that and that's only from uh, Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah. That's the worst it feels. Like the other ones, he barely even registers at all. Like he doesn't even know it's happening. And yeah, okay, you know, oh, what's all this green stuff? You know, blue is more my color, fellas, but. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I imagine he ends, you know, he ends this movie with handing over the, uh, the quote unquote prophecy, which is a fortune cookie, which yeah. I imagine at some point does actually uh, come to fruition. Yeah. Like the guy who gives it, he gives it to, he, I imagine he gives it to, uh, 
Lucius. Lucius. And... He becomes the minister. He, or, um... Like, like uh, after, uh, after all the battling comes through, um, Voldemort comes by and is like, Oh, you did very well, Lucius. You know, and the, his current second in command, he's like, I gotta have to, you know, fire you and kills the second in command and promotes yeah. Lucius. Does that mean that you're my friend? <laughs> no. We'll talk about that later. Uh, what is a friend? But the, the, the prophecy, it says... <laughs> You will be promoted at work by someone who you call a friend. You call that's me a, a friend. That's a fortune cookie. It's a cookie. <laughs> and he just destroys it. And uh, he never turned around to look at the numbers on the back, which is the... The, the winning lottery yeah, numbers. <laughs> or the, the password to get into Hogwarts. <laughs> Their Wi-Fi password. Yeah. If he could do that, he could get in there. But you know, he just doesn't doesn't understand the value of friendship. <laughs> he hacks. He hacks into. I'm in. <laughs> I have. He, was he the lawnmower man? <laughs> I'm in the mainframe. Oh, I'm downloading all of the data. Lots of pornography Ooh. in Snape's hard drive. <laughs> Unsurprising. If once we get all the data, we can mount an attack. Oh, sorry, I tripped over your cord. I'll <laughs> plug it back in. They have free cell? I lost everything. <laughs> all that progress. I'm sure that by now they've changed the password. Oh, I hate that Ernest. If only I could kill him. Hey, what are you fellas talking about? Is it killing me? You're not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Go ahead and try. Uh, Get him out of here. I hit him. <laughs> I imagine he winds up in the hospital bed right next to Uncle Dursley. <laughs> well, what are the odds? Two of my favorite, <laughs> two of my favorite people in one room. This party's just getting started. <laughs> nurse, 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 nurse. <laughs> I got, I brought a little something for you. I brought some tunes. It's like loud bluegrass. Oh, I thought you meant. I thought he was gonna bring Parcheesi. <laughs> I brought something to pass the time, fellas. All right. Um. Ooh, roll for initiative. <laughs> I hope you don't mind if I practice my trumpet lessons here. <laughs> Ooh, I'll never make first chair. <laughs> How do you play hot cross buns? And they're just desperately pushing on the. And that, that is like how his I, pulse is going up. And they're both of them are pushing for the you know for the nurse to come in. Yeah. And that is how I imagine our movie ends. Who's the other one in the room? It's uh, his uncle Dursley. Uh, it's Voldemort and oh Voldemort's in there. Yeah, and then they're both <laughs> in the same room. Wait, why, why is Voldemort there? Because he had a he he had a he had a heart attack too. Yeah, from when the stress when he was uh, when they were doing the um, couple minutes ago when he was doing, the hacking yeah and uh, he was so pissed that he just had a heart attack and wound up in the same room so uh, that is that is where credits roll with but you know the music the goofy music swelling while they're you know both pushing the buttons for the nurse and he's practicing his trumpet and I imagine him practicing his trumpet is the end credits music yeah just a lousy version of like hot cr cross buns <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so I'm open to critiques. 
That's like the very last words. Like right before, you know, right, right, right before the movie ends proper. That's like yeah. the post-credit thing. All right, what'd you think? I am open to critiques. And it's just flat lines. <laughs> Beep. Everyone's a critic. And then that's yep. it. <laughs> Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a good. good that's a, like it. It's funny to think that it's a. We have both a in the same movie series a dark future with technology being yeah. you know a, a wizarding thing that takes over, but also something incredibly stupid as <laughs> Voldemort and Uncle uh, Uncle Vernon end up in the same hospital room together while he plays trumpet. For and them. not only that, Voldemort hacking Hogwarts. <laughs> And not making it because Ernest tripped over the Wi-Fi cord. <laughs> Just tripped over the 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 long extension cord. And that was it. Oh, I'm sorry, Fizz. Let me plug that back in. Hey, what does this gizmo do anyway? <laughs> like uh, uh, that's it. Uh, yeah. There's there's nothing else to discuss with it. That we've we've crafted another perfect uh, <laughs> Ernest another movie. <laughs> Only three left. Oh, where where will he go next? Well, we'll have to wait for the next movie to see. So, Harry Potter and Order of Phoenix. Oh, not bad. Like it's, uh, I, to you know, to be honest, I thought Harry was a little bit whiny in mm -hmm. this film. Uh, it's, but I, I can kind of see why. Yeah, because you know, every no one believes him, and but it it, it was okay. It was a good film. Uh. Uh, especially, I suppose, if you're you're a Harry Potter fan, uh, but yeah, it's it's watchable. It was a uh, it's a good movie. The book was my favorite um, of the series, mm -hmm. and the movie. I agree with you. Like they didn't, it didn't translate well because in the book, like you feel his you feel his anger, and yeah. you're just like getting more and more frustrated. And it's again, it's the right age. He's like 14, 15 years old. Yeah. You know, kids are being angry here, and he's just. You know, because he's invaded by the evil man. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's even it's even more uh, even more anger than usual, and it's pretty. Yeah. And I like I like that book. I like that he's seeing through the veil almost, and seeing that these people that you know he used to look up to, like Lupin and things like that. And again, yeah. in the book, like he's more I'm not gonna say a coward, but he's more cautious. And yeah. you know, it's almost like the mysticism and the magic is being drained out of his world because he sees how the adults really are. You know. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't really translate as much in the movie. But there, the movies. I think that the uh, um, Professor Umbridge, the the mean lady, uh, the pink lady, yeah. she is better in the movie than she was in the book. I think. Oh, really? I think so, because in the book she was just a big unpleasant frog lady. <laughs> but I, I guess they made her more of a bitch and more of a well, more of a um, more of a nurse ratchet than just yeah. a straight up like bad person, you know. Like she's a bad person, but uh, but she's not a physically you know physically grotesque monster. She's just a person. Yeah. So yeah, I like this movie. Where would you say it ranks in the so far in the five that you've seen? I have no idea. I, I like as soon as I watch these movies, it, out. It, it, yeah, it's like it like the yeah like I don't really it, this isn't a nostalgic franchise for me, and I didn't, never read the book so. As soon as I'm done, I forget about it. It's just noise. Yeah. It's pleasant noise, but noise nonetheless. Yeah, kind of like the uh, Willy Wonka movie we watched. Yeah. The, the, the remake. Yeah, it's okay, but... Uh, stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. You have to find... You have to make your own entertainment with it, but... Once you do, 
Like I, I said yesterday, this is a brief Willy Wonka review, but yeah, uh, maybe we'll do it. We'll do a proper podcast in the future. But um, this Willy Wonka is a weird, weird guy. But he's more like the mask than <laughs> like he has all these props, and he's just as like he can clearly is in control. But he's just a freaking weirdo about it. Yeah, and I like that a little bit. I like the original better. Yeah, uh, this movie was stupid, but um, the Willy Wonka, or I'm sorry, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, it wasn't good. There was too many dumb parts closer to the book, but didn't capture the whimsy and the wonder of the book. Yep. So that's our that's my review. But we'll ha- we'll uh, maybe we'll do a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in the future. Yes. So keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. And as always, if uh, you, know, you you like what you hear and want your friends to like what you hear as well. Post us on your social media accounts, or or just spread the word naturally, if, or by gunpoint. But don't do that. If your friends are if your friends are wondering why you're always laughing so much at these podcasts or groaning, yeah, show them, show them the podcasts. Not this one. Uh, maybe they're start, not allowed. This one. This one's only for you. Yeah. Start 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 with the first Ernest P. Worrell and the that's a good one. And the, you know, and the, the weird mirror, but uh, or the the funny rock, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so, um... Get the word out there. Yeah, we need more views. Hurry up. Like, we can't do all the work. And, uh, okay, I guess that'll be all. Mm Mm-hmm. Take it easy, everybody. Uh, toodaloo!